this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira, Kid, Bria, and Flick. Last week, the party went in pursuit of Mirko. With the help of some powerful divination magic and a lock of Mirko's hair, Kit was able to scry on him and identify his location. As the crew descended upon the tiefling, it became clear where he was headed. The Bay Tree Factory, a likely source of the component he needs to get a message to his sister on the Northern Island. Determined to stop him, Bria and Bizdira have already thrown magic at Flick's brother. Seeing the entire population of the Southern Island surrounding him, Mirko threw up his hands and asked, Asked, okay, so what do you want? What does the party want? Will they be able to convince Mirko to do as they say? Or are we on the fast train to combat town? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I told you all before we started it was a dumb way to end that introduction. No, I love, I love it. I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I also liked scrying on him. That was a good mm-hmm. one. Me too. Me too. I forgot about that oh, from two stuff. seconds ago. How are we feeling this week? <laughs> well, thanks. Oh, yeah. well now, yeah, how are we feeling, feeling this week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> feeling punchy. Punchy. Oh, Ooh. Punchy. Wait, punchy like you're feeling silly or punchy like you need to punch Mirko? <laughs> the latter. Uh-huh. Both. Mm-hmm. Both, yeah. <laughs> Both. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's, what a we, I, does anyone else, is anyone else feeling this? I, I Banter feels weird this week and I don't know why. Yeah. I feel like it's that like start of the season, like jitters, mm-hmm. like we're like, mm-hmm. we got yeah. things to do, we're mm-hmm. got a plan, we're moving on. And so it doesn't feel like, like, we're not in the mood to banter, we're just in the mood to play D&D, which is, go. you know, really a I throwback. I feel like we have spent the past, like we did the Q&A, which had a lot of talking about it's what true. we were going to do. And then it's like true. the two episodes before, which is a lot of talking about what we're we're gonna do and so i think we're all just like ready to do what we're gonna do also does anyone have anything new going on in their lives because no i think it's pretty much the same <laughs> that's yeah. what i was gonna say i think oh. I, feel, mm-hmm. I feel like the tlr cl- coffee clutch is not as like active this week or something like we don't really have that much to share about the media and we could talk consuming. about the circle if you want i'm always willing well, to talk about the circle but i don't think that's allowed around me right isn't that a scary thing no no, no the circle Social is media an amazing reality show on netflix and it's incredible and it shouldn't be, but it is. Well, I, I now can't we're talking about the circle, it. so <laughs> here we go. Now I gotta do it. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so, y'all. It's who's show of hands? Who's seen it? This not not all medium. of it, but just some of and it. I, you and I have talked about this. Yeah, so I know you haven't seen all of it. Oh, y'all, it's so good. So it's about they take these people. Uh, I think it starts the season with eight, but like the numbers fluctuate like a lot. Uh, but they put these people in this apartment building, and they don't leave their apartments. They are never allowed to meet any of the other contestants face to face, except in like one someone's been eliminated they can meet one other person um but they have to like they interact with each other through a social media interface where they can like post status updates and they have group chats and they can have private chats and they play games uh and you just have to be the most popular but anywhere from like 20 to 50 percent of the contestants at any given time are catfish and are not who they are in their profile pictures or in their like they're pretending it's amazing it sounds horrific if you would describe this to me i'd be like that sounds terrible no thank you it's so good black mirror truly the people are so so compelling yeah Mm -hmm. and and i love taryn's face has gone from like a smile to like concerned to straight up like Mm -hmm. fearful like she's afraid (laughs) she um, not not on board i think portraying right now um I think the afraid that you were getting was more I was listening and then I heard it and was like, okay, I also manage 
and owned a couple of businesses. And so like social media to me in general is just like, oh my God, all of the like competitors, quote unquote, is like you you can look at their numbers, but then be like, how many of these are fake, blah, blah, blah. And it's just such a mess. Mm. So then it got me to be like, I don't know if I would want to watch it because I don't want to have to think about what I could change in my business. And then also the <laughs> last thing that happened in my brain was like, well, maybe I'll still watch it. They're saying it's really good. And then I was like, Taryn, when? <laughs> when? Yeah, Truly, also that. I Truly, feel that. I am in the middle um, of a, an episode of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist from several weeks ago. And I have not – I started the episode at least a month later than it came out. And I'm in the middle of it. And I haven't gone back to it for several weeks. So, like, when? I tell you what, though, that clip that has recently gone viral of Bernadette Peters, like, barging into her house singing that, is it a Sia song? I don't even know what the song is. I don't know. See, this is how far behind I am. It is just... I didn't know that character was going to come back. Well, spoiler alert. She does. She does. (laughs) And I don't even watch the show. Why didn't we just play D and D? Sorry. <laughs> all right, here we go. This is all my fault, but I wanted to talk about care. the circle. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, Lydia, have you started Shadow and Bone yet? I have not. I finished. I finished the last of the books of the trilogy two days ago. Okay. Thursday, I think. I um. I have not started yet. I wanted. I actually wanted to uh, see if my partner is interested in watching it with me. Uh, if not, otherwise. Did you, have you started it, Karin? Yes, I started it this morning when I was supposed to be working on my finals. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, uh, the ideal uh, time. What you think? Because uh, we have also started it. It's, I'm liking it so far. I've read Six of Crows, so I'm familiar with like half of the storyline. Um, Is that the one oh, okay. that I just started, Lydia? Yeah. You just started Six of Crows. Okay. So Shadow and... It's interesting because you guys are talking like, about it, and I was like, "I'm going to follow the book club." But it's it's interesting because I I looked at IMDb, and so I saw some of the names of some of the characters, and I'm like, "These guys are in Six of Crows and Crooked Kingdom, but they're not in Shadow of Bones." Like there is All you know, right. like spoilers. Find some There's so many there, spoilers. But, well, today. <laughs> spoilers if you've read the freaking books. I just but I'm interested to see. <laughs> I'm interested to see oh, how the stories converge, like how they put it together. It's good if she didn't I, say I just which assume that all were. of the characters you're right. talking about are dead, so. Oh, no. I mean, I could tell you which ones, but I'm not No, going don't to. tell me anything! <laughs> I think also, they've, they've messed with it a little bit. It's a yeah, little bit I, Game of Thronesy yeah. in the, yeah. the manipulations. I feel like they're probably trying to kind of like have the two different storylines maybe. Yeah. I don't I don't really know. Um I'm just really interesting because like I said, like there's like the two books don't have a lot of overlap. Like you might hear like this person or mm. like hear about somebody else from the the other books, but it's yeah, it's getting, I'm 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 intrigued since I've read uh, Six mm. of Crows. Well, my heartfelt thank you uh, for this bit of banter that I needed in my life. We're now eight and a half minutes in, so go watch, you know, Shadow and Bone in the Circle, and let's play some D&D. Can I, can I go punch Marco in the face? Yeah. Wait, give me a minute. His hands are up, he's looking at Flick, and he's asked a question. Now, Bizdira, I, far be it from me to try and tell Bizdira that she can't punch somebody in the face when she wants to. My only question is... <laughs> Are you going to punch him in the face while he's trying to parlay with his brother? No. So here's what she's going to do. She's going to look at Marco. She's going to look back at Flick and go, eh? <laughs> well, I, and I will. As like with asking a, question mark with her eyes. With longbow uh-huh. drawn, I will kind of give you a 
temporarily cease and desist, please. And she's just gonna, you're just gonna see her go, ugh. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> a message, I'll actually message you, I'm sorry. And she'll say, just tell me when. Kit's antsy over there while this little exchange of eyeballs and eyebrows is happening. <laughs> Kit, what are, what are you, what are you getting our attention for? I was too far away to know any of these conversations were happening, and I told the tigers to pounce, so. Oh, shit, right. <laughs> <laughs> This is amazing, and I'm excited about it. They have a they have a pounce action, right? They do, indeed. Mm, roll that shit. Uh, no, it's Mirko who has to roll a strength oh. saving throw. Nice. Oh, two. Hey. Yes, two, because one tiger, kinda, second tiger. Can, can you guys help describe to me a little bit more what he looks like? Like, I kind of picture him being so skinny and scrawny that maybe he's got, like, a tiny muscle on his arm is that correct like his, I mean, he's his... definitely skinny and scrawny because he looks like me and i am also skinny i and picture scrawny. you even being more built than he is well because i have scale male armor stuff. on that's probably <laughs> the i think that's a reflection reason. of flick not Marco. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one was a 12 that is a failure <laughs> oh well okay i was gonna say the second one was a seven but i guess that doesn't matter all right so Marco says uh Marco puts up his hand looks flick in the eye and says okay what are you? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and goes flying about five feet backwards uh, and and comes to with two tigers standing on his chest. Now, you did say to pounce, but not to, like, tear Mall. him apart. So. Yes, yeah. I did not say to attack. Yeah. Bazir's gonna follow the tigers and then just stand at his head, looking down at him, laughing. <laughs> zero insight required. He really wants to start casting spells, but when you walk up there, Bazira, like, within kicking distance of his head, he's like, okay, I'll wait. And uh, Bazir's gonna chant her arm and she's gonna pat the tigers on the head. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Kit, you and Hush at this point can make your way into the circle to see the scene in front of you as we've laid it out. Still talking about the circle, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Get out, Bria explodes! Okay, so I'm the DM now. Okay. No! <laughs> He's running back into the room. <laughs> no. You can't have it. Alright. Kit and Hush, you all walk into the center of the courtyard here. Uh, see the scene in front of you. And Kit, like, dusts off her hands. Seems like, well, that, that was effective. <laughs> Absolutely. Amazing. Amazing. All right, so Mirko's on the ground. Uh, still very much doesn't want to fight. Mm -hmm. Seems as if you have some uh, leverage, so to speak, over the situation. So we're not initiative. You all tell me what's happening now that we're back all together. I would I like to scooch. I'm like obviously letting Flick do his thing. So um, I'm going to scooch around to the side of Mirko and start, since he had that stuff in his hand, I'm going to bend over and take it out of his hand and just move it away from him or try to. Yeah. And you can, I mean, yeah, you can do that and also like get the rest of his, Great. his pack. Great. Um, if he has a belt there. anywhere near him. <laughs> yeah, truly. He actually has a belt already on his no. forearm, so you can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking it off. Yeah, and as you take belt. it off, ah. you, you in fact discover that his entire left arm is just belt. Covered in belts. <laughs> <laughs> Made of belts. There's actually 13 Made of them of from belts. shoulder to wrist. <laughs> And that's gonna all happen. I'm not sure gonna. That. I'm not gonna interact with him at all. So this can all happen while Flick does his thing. I will stow my longbow back away and uh, kind of slowly walk up and kind of get where Bizdira is, kind of like where I'm looking down directly to his face. And I will say, 
Well, I'll tell you what we don't want to do is kill you. What we want you to do is stay here. I think there is <laughs> genuine surprise at the first half of that statement. And he thinks about it for just a moment and says, and I don't suppose you mean just stay here, hang out, oh, live no. my we'll, life on the southern island. We'll let our friends take care of you. So just to be clear, what you want isn't to kill me. It's just to end my life. Your life won't be ended. You'll just stay here for a while. And you'll you'll live some sort of life. You just might not remember it. He, there is this like flurry of like emotions. Obvious anger is one of them and sort of surprise. Uh, but he eventually settles on a sort of smug, smirky. I mean, you did if you didn't want to punch him before. And he says, well, it's good to know how much you've changed, brother. It's also good to know that even if I do end up trapped here, living a half-life unconscious in a tube full of goo, that we'll have won anyway. Is Darius just going to step on one of his horns a little bit? <laughs> ow, 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 ow! Explain. Why do you like this place? Why do you want to protect it from our father so much? I think the better question is, why do you want to destroy it for no reason? It's not about destroying, and you know that as well as any of the rest of us do. It's about bringing father here and giving him an entire world to rule. There will be destruction, but that's not the goal. And you think he could defeat whatever this entity is that we are to end? (laughs) Defeat it, work with it, who's to say? That is... As they say here in the South, well above my pay grade. But my <laughs> point to you was simply that... You speak Esperanto? That was, that was really funny. <laughs> you speak <laughs> Esperanto, yes. Yeah, don't... Doesn't everyone speak Esperanto? I mean, it's the universal it's, language. No, never mind. It's better. Uh, he says, but maybe you'll stop us, and I'll take a small bit of solace in knowing that no matter how hard you try, no matter how good you think you are, you take a little bit of where you came from with you, and trapping me in a goo-filled tube will be a perpetual reminder of your cruelty. I mean, we could just kill you. That that could work as well. And she looks She's already got her weapons up. Her hands. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, her hands are glowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kill me now. Let me die in the tube. I realize now there's actually very little difference there. So go right ahead if that'll make you feel better. But I don't think it disproves anything I've just said. I think what will make us feel better is that we've stopped you and Simyaza from allowing this land to perish over and over and over again. And I will feel good in knowing that every day you'll remember that the price of your success was the life of your helpless brother. Well, that's where you're wrong. Flick, are you upset by this at all? Like, can I see on your face that, like, is this really affecting you or are you just like, this is just what this guy is doing? It's actually a good question because Marco's wondering the same thing. Mm. It's, it's not as much upset as he is just thinking he's he's kind of thinking of uh, the grand picture of everything if i start to sense any distress on his face or um think that Mirko's continued the things that he is continuing to say start to kind of plant any doubt in flick i'm gonna start to use so i'll have mage hand ready somewhere around his mouth or his throat to either cover his mouth or start to like grab his throat not to kill him (laughs) but to put pressure on it because i don't i don't want i know that this might plant a seed in flick that i don't want permanently there because this is just marco's way of getting in his head and trying to escape in my opinion so it sounds like we're not quite there yet 
but we'll keep an eye on it and Flick will let us know if and when he gets there. Sounds like at this point you're still just sort of taking it in. Kit, anything I should know about uh, what you and Hush are up to? Or the Tigers, I suppose, before we go back to this conversation? Um, I mean, I definitely think I have instructed the Tigers to keep Marco grounded. Sure. Yeah, I think that I have just approached my siblings for this conversation. Um, and at this point, I'm just, I'm thinking, I'm formulating a response. Okay, well, uh, then let's go back to the siblings. The tiefling siblings. Mirko's lying there, smirking, seeming, <laughs> well, as satisfied as someone who has uh, decided that he's going to die one way or another can be, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And Flick will uh, take a moment to kind of gauge what's happening around, and he'll look back to Mirko and say, well, unfortunately, that's where you're wrong, brother. I care as much about you today as I did those years ago. And I don't think you're going to go anywhere anytime soon. He nods at you and sort of, well, I guess he's got tigers on him, so he doesn't get up. Uh, But he, Bria already took uh, the rucksack that he had. Uh, But, you know, he had a, a couple of, like, kitchen knives with him, right, that he grabbed from the apartment. Nothing all that dangerous, but they sort of clattered to the floor. And I don't think any of you would have thought to to grab them so he pushes those away with like his his free foot sort of shoves them away as if to as if to show that he has no intent on picking any of that up or or fighting or trying to get away uh he just nods and smiles and says um well i can't say that i hope you are right and continue to feel that way but um good luck to you and if you ever forget any of this and he sort of gestures the whole of the island is here to watch you kill your brother have at it. Again, I don't want to kill you. He says, no, 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 just end my life by making me sit unconscious in a tube. I get it, I get it. Could I, uh, shall I start walking towards, uh, well, I don't know, where should I head to uh, be put under? Kind of tries to get up, but there's a snarl from the tiger and not so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, we'll see about the put under part, but I certainly hope that maybe a little time in isolation will do you a little bit more good Who's to say? Who is to say? All right, take me away. Um, and then I think I'll look to my friends and maybe, I, I don't know if we want to like, how we want to like guard him. How are we taking him away? Tigers on either side, us in the front and the back. Yeah. And a big circle of townspeople around us and he's completely naked. And Do I'm ringing have... a bell saying, shame. Shame, shame, <laughs> shame. Well, we did cut his hair and strip him naked, so. Yes. Oh, yeah, gra- Here we I are. grab another handful of hair. <laughs> Just cause this time. Um, Bizdira, do you have any rope? Of course she does. Of, of course she Let's does. Just tie him up, maybe for old times. Yeah, I, he can't use rope the same way that he used uh, the belt for freedom of movement, right? Because it needs to be leather. I think it has to be leather. Yeah. Is there anything he can use just rope for? Probably. Bazira will. Yeah, she'll just don't she'll let him tie. Touch anything. She'll tie his hands behind his back, but she'll also kind of that she'll. Um, tie it to herself as well and like alternate hold on to idea. he would find some way I was gonna say alternate idea we hog tie him to the broom and then the broom flies along beside us and he's like upside down underneath the broom but do it's you just think like... I am letting a wizard I onto know. my broom <laughs> he was he was yeah. gonna be under the broom absolutely not, on, not. he was gonna I know that I corrected myself mm-hmm. 
Okay, bye. Instead, <laughs> behind his back, I'm holding it, and he's also Great. tied to me as a human, or at me as an Asimar. But again, I'm concerned that he's going to be able to do something with the rope. Right. Well, that's that's also why I'm holding his hands. Like, I'm holding the rope tied between his hands. Around his hands, right. Yeah. Um, and where are you taking him? Oglorp. To the Oglorp, I guess? Yeah, so the, the citizenry that are surrounding you all uh, sort of make a path for you all to... <laughs> To what can only be described as a manhole. Like, it's just a sewer cover that you all can sort of... I mean, it's not the sewer, but that's basically what it looks like. uh, To get back into the underground tunnels and deliver Mirko directly to the Alglorp? Deliver him to the tunnels and someone will take him from there? What's... I feel like directly to. Directly to, probably. I'm getting a lot of emphatic nods. I would also like to... I think we should get a copy. The copy of him should be like a fighter for us, right, y'all? Yeah, but, I mean, he can't travel with us because he needs... Glorp, and we could get a barrel well, of glorp for one guy, but yeah, it seemed like they could try. They just wouldn't last very for a long. few. Yeah, yeah, but like having a copy of him, I think is sure. For what it's worth, the the idea that you had before Bizdira about glorp in the bag of holding is great, and actually probably could could hold enough glorp to sustain a single copy for not forever, obviously, but, but like long enough that you could, pen. yeah, at least to get us. If we're talking about going to the Northern Island, it could get us there and have his intel of the Northern Island and where Simyaza's hold up and all that stuff and maybe use him as like a, a decoy type thing to try like to get this. into Simyaza's good graces. We want a copy of him and we want to see him get into the, the two in his birthday suit. Oh, kids! like, I don't know that I need to see that. <laughs> well, I believe we talked about this perhaps off the air. I didn't think we were putting him back in a tube I because he, we saw that he can break out of the tube. I thought that we were going to try to get a different sort of jail because he had freedom of movement if he doesn't have the freedom of movement no, he should he... be able to break out right no i mean his intelligence he... could but yeah yeah he might wake up so he is smart enough to be able to force himself awake from the unnatural unconsciousness and then he used freedom of movement to get out of the pod so it was a combination of the two things that were required however if you're concerned about him waking up and coming up with some other way to get out there's almost infinite ways that you all can deal with that. The Oglorp can have a larger guard on him. You all can come up with a different container for him. So there's definitely stuff to be done there because, you know, for what it's worth, that same intellect that allows him to wake himself up is dangerous in that he might be able to figure something else out that isn't freedom of movement to get himself free. He also might not. I genuinely don't know if there's another way for him to get out, but it's not impossible. (laughs) Well, I think we can discuss quietly as we walk towards the Oglorp. Right? Yeah, totally. Should we discuss in Celestial? Sure. I, I think for what it's worth, uh, and and this would be pretty obvious pretty quickly because if for no other reason than Flick's insight is obscene and he would eventually figure it out, Mirko does also speak Celestial, probably because he spent so long with Fiona. Mm. Draconic, maybe? Draconic, maybe not. We just keep uh, trying different languages until we <laughs> right. see there's no recognition on his right. face. Just say like <laughs> weirdest shit, like really bad puns and dad jokes and and as he rolls his eyes, we know he right, knows that right. one. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right, so, yes, you have this conversation on the way down to the Alglorp. Well, I was almost thinking like a, um, not not like a tube, like a, like a glorp-filled tube, but I was almost thinking maybe like an enclosure. Like if we're gonna... <laughs> Is that weird? Like, and, and like this a is weird. zoo? No, like a like a Westworld type enclosure where they kept what's his face in the second. Is it the second season? I don't even remember. But it was like an apartment type of place. Oh, Maybe not nice. as nice oh. as that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That's 
like a bigger Fine. glass tube. I don't the, know. The trick, the trick about having him giving him a little freedom in an enclosure like that is that it probably means that the Oglorp won't have that constant connection to him. So if you all do want to copy him, uh, mm-hmm. there would be lapses, right? My thought was Fair. put him in a tube, within a tube, within a bar, like just like lots of different layers of him not being able to escape. And again, like a, a giant rock on top of it, and then a bunch of people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it becomes like the number one focus. This is maybe a terrible idea, but sure. Um, <laughs> My idea? Is there, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Mine that Terrified. I'm about to. I was like, now I know how Lydia feels when I talk no. to her. <laughs> is it weird or possible for us to talk to the Allglorp and and ask for the Allglorp to give him some sort of like... I mean, I guess the Allglorp still keeps their personalities still intact, but I don't want to give him any agency, obviously. Like, I don't want Mirko to be able to make decisions, but... You mean the co- give Mirko some... Some sort of... Um, not well. I don't even want to give him any input either. But I almost want him to be able to speak. Is that like a weird request or like? Oh, I understand. Yeah, I get what you are going. I don't for, want him to be I'm... completely shut down on his end. Is that a weird request? It's it's not a weird request. It's actually really funny that you request that because Robert and I had had several conversations about like, okay, what's really going on with these copies and these originals, and, and in order to reduce how horrific the situation could be for all of these people. I'm not going to go into all the details, but like that is unfortunately, as we have established it, not possible. Okay. Um, for, all right. for humanitarian reasons. <laughs> I threw it out there um, and that's yeah, totally. Great. And, and it, and it was an idea that we actually played with variations of, but to be quick about it, like the whole, it, the ability to see and hear and speak, but not control was a step too far for us. I heard, mean, the, heard. The copies will have all memories and everything like that. Yeah, I, I think, as I am understanding, Flick, the, the point of it was to not essentially do what Mercos was saying you all were going to do to him. To, yeah. to allow him to watch and experience what is happening. Not that he can do anything about it, but to see that he was wrong is sort of the feeling I'm almost, getting. Not even, like, prove too... him wrong, but, like, almost let him, like, learn the error of his ways, if that's, like, sure. a, a way to spin it, but kind of the same thing. Yeah. So I think if, if this is the conversation we're having and this is the gr- issue that we're grappling with, I think there's like, and I know that I was the one who brought up like not putting him in the tube. I think whatever, it's the all glorps like problem to deal with. And like, we have to give right. them responsibility for making sure Mirko doesn't get out. But I do think there's something to be said for like, I don't think it was our intention to forever trap him like in a tube. So there's something for, to be said for we go to the Northern Island, we do our, we like deal with some Yaza up there, hopefully deal with your father. And then we can come back like and then retrieve Mirko and bring him with us to like to actually see the error of his ways as we're like meeting these people and bringing them along. And maybe that will change his mind. Maybe we get Fiona to join us. I think that there are different ways we can deal with this moral quandary that don't stop us from dealing with this next thing that we have to do to save this world. Sure. And and I think that this is Flick addressing um, the sort of moral quandary, as you put it, that Mm -hmm. was 
a dress up on the surface and now he's like right. he got it through it and now is like okay but wait 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 you know like he's kind of the gears are turning yeah. now as yeah. he's kind of made the decision he's made and then he's like okay well I don't actually want that 100% of you know Mm-hmm. Sure. He is yeah, actually more, worth- more good than even he let Mirko on. Is that... On, uh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And for what it's worth, you know, Flick doesn't have to ever tell Mirko that you all will be coming back sooner rather than mm-hmm. later. True, true. Okay, Yeah, I think cool. that the way that I would look at it is just that this is an imprisonment for now. Right. Yep. He's just going to sure. be sleeping through his imprisonment. Mm-hmm. Right, and, uh, you know, for what it's worth, and Bizdira, you know this, like, it really is, it's very, like, cryo-freeze, right? Like, right. The time that passes... You did age, but, like, you have no recollection of it. It was you went sleepy, woke up, so... I mean, um, I, I so, age pretty slowly anyway, right? Well, right, all of you do. Cool. So, yeah, all right, this was all a good conversation about what the plan is, and now you all know that, you know, it's not about waiting until campaign's end to retrieve Mirko, maybe sooner. Uh, the Alglorp has some also some secure, some additional security measures that it has already been thinking of, uh, which include actually, you know, whatever containment unit you all use... Uh, is going to be stored inside of that central part of the Alglorp. So really just like about as close a watch as the Alglorp can keep on Mirko. If it isn't clear, I don't think anyone's ever escaped the Alglorp before and it's not real pleased about it. So... Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hens here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying this episode so far, it would be pulchritudinous if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcasts from and leave us that rating and review. We'll always read five-star reviews on the air as soon as we're able, and the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes and the more people we get to listen. But as you undoubtedly know by now, I'm also going to ask you for that good, good word of mouth. Telling your friends is a great way to get more ears on our show, so go do that too, and we really appreciate you. Of course, we also next up want to remind you about our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash d ND Last Refuge to get access to all kinds of cool perks, like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, and much more. And if that isn't enough, well, remember, by supporting our Patreon, you're also supporting multiple other content creators via our Patreon at Forward program. You can get more information about how that program works and a list of the creators that we're patronizing by checking out our Patreon page. Right now, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them for their support. As always, thank you to our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gangot, Tanya and Sir Mox the Magnificent, to our honorary party member Matthew Allen, and to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders Eugenio, Eliyahu of Merck Grove, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, Misty, and Aaron Stevens. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, head on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. Enjoy D&D video games, but don't have dozens of hours to dump into another giant RPG? Well, have we got the game for you. Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms is a set-it-and-forget-it idle game featuring tons of your favorite characters from Forgotten Realms lore and from contemporary popular D&D stream shows. You can get more information on the game at CodenameEntertainment.com or on Twitter at at IdleChampions. And when you start playing, use the Electrum chest codes found every week in our episode notes to get gems, gear, and other power-ups all for free. Enhance your characters and defend Faerun with TLR and Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms.
We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at BattleBards.com, ScottBuckley.com.au, and in CompTech.FilmMusic.io, respectively. As always, you can, of course, also check the episode notes if you want specific track names, artist names, and links to those tracks. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or really anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links that you can find on our website or in our episode notes when you shop at those sites so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Fancy a little more last refuge in your life? Dream of waking up to a cup of glorp and a relaxing puzzle sesh with Flick? Or maybe you just want to rep your favorite podcast during your morning run with a TLR t-shirt and water bottle? Well, your dreams can be a reality if you go to bit.ly slash TLR merch store, all lowercase, right now. Our merch store is fully stocked with all sorts of TLR goodness, and we're always on the lookout for ideas for new products. Visit the store, pick something out, and be sure to take lots of pictures and tag us on social media. All right. I think that is all of the announcements we've got for you this week. Pretty standard. Thanks so much for listening. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, fight racism where, when, and however you can, and happy gaming, y'all. So that's all sort of taken care of. Is there anything else about Mirko and his uh, confinement that we want to address? Because there are a few other things the Algorp has to bring up, but we want to close the chapter on this. Can we have somebody, since they have spellcasters, isn't it called like alarm or something? That like if the top of it comes off, it has Oh, that's an idea. Yeah, they could put an alarm spell on there. Sure. In fact, let's add insult to injury. It'll be Mirko's copy that casts the alarm spell. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe um, some glyphs on the ground or something. So if he tries to get out, he just kills himself. And then we don't have to deal with it. See? <laughs> Talk about moral quandary. Yeah, well, that got dark. I was so. the one that was like, imprison him forever. So yeah, like, forever. just don't listen to anything that they say. I don't know what to tell you. I love it. All right. Um, so once that's all taken care of, the Allglorp just has a few other things to clean up with you all. The first of which is now that Mirko has been returned and we know that Semyaza was not contacted you can begin preparations to head north. And the first thing that the Allglorp wants to do before you all leave is to present Kit with the abjuration key. Hooray, finally! (laughs) All right, so, you know, just to have some funness, uh, here's what you'll get. So you get everything else uh, that tier one users of the keys get. So your your timeless body is going to kick in a few levels early. Uh, You'll age slower. You have awareness for all of the keys, all of the keys from the abjuration keys island. Um, so you have an awareness of where the eastern, the other eastern keys are, and the annual spell for the abjuration key is Enhanced Death Ward. You cast an enhanced version of the Death Ward spell once per year. The spell is identical to the Death Ward spell with the following changes. The spell's base level is ninth. The spell's duration is until activated. And the first time the target would drop to zero hit points as a result of taking damage, the target instead returns to full hit points, and the spell ends. Fancy. So the regular Death Ward spell is, if you drop to, the first time you drop to zero hit points, you actually drop to one hit point, and the spell ends. And I think it can only last eight hours at a time. This spell, once you cast it, it is there until you drop to zero hit points, no matter how long that takes. And when that happens, you pop to full. 
Nice. Cool. That's just for her, right? It's just for her. Well, she can cast Death Ward on whoever she wants with it. Okay. So that's the first thing that the Oglorp uh, provides to you all. And then the Oglorp says that it has another gift for you all. Uh, and to, it says follow it, which of course means follow one of the copies. But, uh, and so you are taken through tunnels for a long time. You are, this is, you know, when you were in the tunnels the first time, you went from sort of the northern edge of the city to closer to the center of the city to speak with the Alglorp. This is, you are traveling way further than the city limits through tunnels. At this point, we have to have like a tunnel traveling song, right? Because we do so much of this. Like right. there has <laughs> to be some, or like a game that we, we play. Should we, should we band practice on our I think, way? I think so. Ooh. While you're walking? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Never look. been done before, right? I well, guess not. I don't see any reason why any of our instruments couldn't be played while walking. In fact, I we was should just going probably get to yeah. have advantage, I would say. I Well, that's not true. But you all can make a, a band practice check if you would like. Flick and I are definitely doing it. And if it's bad, then, you know, the Alglorp is just going to be in more of a hurry to get you off his island. So that's fine. Excellent. <laughs> Kit? Six. It's horrible <laughs> from her no, it's end. Not, it's because, I, Kit, are you wild shaping? Because if you're not, that might explain it. You're trying to do wolf song <laughs> in yeah, Azimar like, form. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I used up all my wild shapes, gosh, yeah. this day. Too. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, we're also known as six months ago. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess it's it's because I'm trying to not sound great. like a wolf as an Azimar. Okay. Uh, Bizdira, what'd you get? I got an adjusted 20. Oh, shit. That banjo is going. <laughs> Pop it off. Flick, what'd you get? I got a 21. Oh, my God. So is the pan flute. Bria, bring it home. I got an 11. Okay. Yeah, you I'm did. I'm trying to <laughs> the spoons on my leg. And and just like with the walking, like once in a while, it's a little bit off. Yeah, or or once in a while, you try and follow Kit, and that's just a losing proposition mm-hmm. this time around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that, yeah, you can definitely tell that the Oglorp's uh, clones are, like, walking a little faster. Um, <laughs> just a little. It's not terrible. Two of the instrumentalists are, are really on point. But you walk and you walk and you walk, and eventually you begin to feel uh, a slight breeze coming through the tunnels. So you, you must be close to the end of your journey. And there is a sort of tang of salt air as well. And eventually you see a light up ahead and you can hear waves crashing and you walk towards what is obviously the exit of the tunnel, a source of light. It is straight ahead and you all don't think that you have been traveling sort of up. So it's not leading to the surface, but it is leading outside. You get to the edge and you look out and you see that you are sort of in the middle of a cliff face. This opening, this cave almost just opens out onto a a sheer drop. Uh, Far below, you can see uh, the ocean crashing up against the rocks of the edge of the island, you notice a little ladder, uh, a metal ladder, well-kept ladder that leads down uh, to the rocks below. And you can just make out in the distance, maybe a hundred feet out from the rocks, you see something coming towards the land, a creature of some sort underwater. It looks like this sort of enormous manta ray shape almost with two sort of wings out to the sides that are propelling it and a tail Uh, and it continues to approach the island and eventually breaches the surface and you realize that it is not in fact a manta ray but some sort of submersible ship 
that is shaped like a manta ray that has come up to the rocks. Uh, the hat, There's a hatch at the back of it, at the top of it, that pops open, and a few clones come out and attach uh, ropes to the rocks and tie off this submersible manta ray thing. And Hush, who has continued to uh, travel with you through the tunnels, uh, sort of indicates and says... Um, We hope that will be to your liking. It should be quite quick, and traveling under the waves will provide uh, a measure of secrecy as you travel to the north. Uh, Try not to break it. Is Sniv already on board? (laughs) That's my question. Uh, Sniv Sniv is on board. Sniv, wildly enough, didn't really want to go chase after Mirko with you all. Uh, So Sniv hung out with the Oglorp and... uh, and as you, when you eventually get on board, you will see that Sniv requested to be taken down there uh, to, to ready things for you. And he's prepared a meal for you and took some of your belongings down there. I don't feel like what a this deer is ever going to eat anything Sniv cooks ever again. <laughs> well, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but so there is your submersible that you can take to the Northern Island. I think that is where we're going to leave it for this week. (laughs) What did you want? I didn't want any, I just... I just wanted to be in the... She's stressed. She's stressed. Apparently traveling through any means is just something that my brain can't deal with because I was excited because I was like, great, we don't have to make these rolls. I'm not going to get seasick. This is going to be awesome. And instead, um, now I'm thinking about being combined in a small space. So... (laughs) I can't win. I can't win. <laughs> I know. I'm so. I am excited. This. I think this is the better. I. I'm just. I just have. I have some things that I need to um, deal with on my own. So. <laughs> well, you got you some weeks to, to do it. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. <laughs> Be sure to listen next week to find out how much Priya panics. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at, at DND Last Refuge. That's a D. The letter N. D. That's Refuge. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> and if you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, hopefully eventually sometime this calendar year or maybe early in the next, find out what cons we'll be attending, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Vizdira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Happy gaming, y'all. Fuck, now I should find somebody to join us and play Mirko if you're going to bring him fucking with you. How did I not think of this? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. You've already been playing Mirko, though, and it's so good that, like... I, that's just because Mirko is me, but meaner. Mirko's <laughs> you mean. on a bad day. <laughs> What'd you say? He's you on a bad day. He's me. That's exactly who he is. <laughs> 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 All right. Um.